0: Welcome to RVR's Life After Camp podcast. Learn about the camp and retreat ministries of RVR at RiverValleyRanch.com. Enjoy! Wow. We've got something, yeah, we've got some business to take care of before we begin. I will give you, collectively, five guesses with raising your hand. To figure out what the game was. Now, somebody who got really close yesterday said Temple Run. It was in that era. Okay? So, if you get it right, you get to know it. If not, maybe we talk about it tomorrow. Subway uh, What? Subway servers? Yeah. Uh, one wrong answer. All right, all right. We're down one. All right, let's go over here. What do you think? Is it Candy Crush? Uh, no. Not Candy Crush. Before Candy Crush. Right here, Angry Birds is uh, n- 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 kind of close, actually, but not Angry Birds. Very close, as a matter of fact. Hold on, right here, here, him, yeah? Flappy Bird. Flappy Bird. Is that four wrong answers? That's four wrong answers. All right, remember, Angry Birds is very close. Flappy Birds are knockoff. This is... Like, Angry Birds is actually the very, very... Star Wars Angry Birds is correct. Star Wars Angry Birds. If you never got the ability to play that, I don't think it's downloadable anymore. It was time consuming. All right. How many of you guys have ever played Star Wars Angry Birds? All right. I don't play it anymore. I have all the stuffed characters. I have the little figures, I've got the Darth Vader head case that you keep them in, and I have all the keychains that they made, but I no longer play the game because it's time consuming, all right? Time consuming. I can go in and hug the plush characters and walk away anytime I want to, all right? So as we begin tonight, I've got, as you can clearly see, a box with locks, all right? There are inside no socks, all right? So there's some stuff in here. Now, I'm a, I'm a Star Wars collector. You guys know that, right? I told you maybe. Uh, my, my, my office at my house, I don't know how big the room is, 15 by 10 or something like that. Floor to ceiling Star Wars stuff, all right? And um, then my office at church. Star Wars stuff everywhere. It's not like crazy, but people at church are like, oh my goodness, I didn't know it was this bad. And I'm like, I can never show them my home. All right? Uh, my son's room is Star Wars, Ezra's room. He has a Wampa rug on the floor. If you know what Wampas are, he's got a Death Star nightlight. He's also got two more nightlights that are lightsabers, Jedi and Sith. He's got Star Wars shelves and stuff. My daughter has a Star Wars shelf in her room. My son has betrayed us. It's all basketball stuff. It used to be Lord of the Rings. And once upon a time, he had a Star Wars shelf. All right. Now, I have another hobby, though. This is not Star Wars related at all. <clears throat> I, like, I like to, when I'm shopping with my wife, which is, guys, one day, a horrible task. All right? So I, I enjoy grocery shopping. I like looking for deals. But like regular shopping, where she's just going to take her time and look at everything and hold things up, and fill a cart, and slowly unfill the cart as she changes her mind about everything she found over the past two hours. And then we got like three items, and she sees the line and says it's not worth it. I'm like, oh, we're waiting in line now. Something's getting purchased if I have to get some gum. Three hours of my life, I can't get back, right? So I walk around the store and I just read labels. And if the warning label is absurd enough, I buy the item and I collect it and it goes in this box. So I've got a bunch of stuff with actual real warning labels. Either the label's still on the thing or it was on the original box, but I memorize it because I've got a weird memory like that. Um, <clears throat> so I'm gonna show you a couple of them. <laughs> I'm gonna show you all of them that I have with me. I did take out quite a few because it was heavy. Try this first warning label is found on this pack. You probably recognize this. It is Buzz Lightyear's jet pack. Most of you can probably see the warning label if you're in the first three or four rows after I jumped down here for a second. Can you read this really loudly? The wing pack is not a flying toy. The wing pack is not a flying toy. Because if you wear Buzz's Wings, you can only fall with style, all right? Yeah, the movie said it was falling with style, all right? Flying, right? The wing pack is not a flying toy. And they have to write, though, the thing about warning labels most of them exist because somebody somewhere did something stupid, right? Somebody tried to fly, probably not with this, they already put it on there. Um, there, was a, there was a Superman cape they sold back when I was a kid that came with underwear. And kids had, like, jumped off decks and things like that and landed in the hospital. Landed in the hospital. <laughs> in the hospital. They, well, they landed on the ground, <laughs> and they were transported to the hospital. Let's be realistic here, right? Um, they found out what kryptonite was. It's the ground, right? So, so you have to put that on there so somebody won't actually do that. And you would think parents would be smart enough. They'd be like, Mom, I'm gonna jump off the house. I'd be like, huh, well, you are Buzz Lightyear now. Right? No. All right. Let's see what else is in here. I was in the child section at Target once upon a time. This is gonna go well. And I found this toilet seat cover. Now when we bought one for Ezra so he could learn to go to the potty, I forgot we even had this. But I'm glad I didn't use it because this is, this is too good, right? Now, this one treats the parents like they're morons, morons. You would think the warning label would be at least like, take off this piece of cardboard before you use it. That could be a normal warning label, like discard packaging before use because then it's just the like cradling the poopy, right? No, that wouldn't be good. No, no, this is what they wrote on the side under the caution. After they said wash, and inspect, before use, discard, and replace. Okay, that's good stuff. Then it says, do not allow child to place on or overhead. As if if the parent doesn't have that warning label, the kid's like, can I wear this for Halloween? They're like, knock yourself out, kid. Go ahead. Get a little ring around the collar. That's not too good. I thought maybe it would be like, do not use this tribal mask. Ah," You know, something like that. No, but it was like, don't wear it on your head. And that's... It's pretty sad. If you have to tell parents that, they probably shouldn't be parents. Okay. Now, anybody allergic to peanuts? No. Just kidding. I need a volunteer. Just kidding. You can stay way over there. Way over there. This is a can of cocktail peanuts. Cocktail peanuts with sea salt on the back, warning, contains peanuts. Get back folks, get back. It would be like getting a really tiny fine point pen, holding a wasp down against its will and writing down caution, allergen, right? Like if you're allergic to wasps, stay away. You already know that, it's a wasp. And these are peanuts. And if somebody happens to eat them knowing they're allergic to peanuts, because they didn't know the cocktail peanuts contained peanuts, Well, the human race is a little bit smarter for losing them. I'm just kidding. That's horrible. That's horrible. All right. I hope they get hospitalized in time. It's empty. It's been empty for years. I collect it. Like, I'm not going to, like, just keep food. See? Here, listen. All right. I did eat the ball. And then I found out there was peanuts in them. Imagine that. All right. This is a construction helmet. Not really. It's from the dollar store. Back when the dollar store was the dollar store and not the dollar 25 nonsense store. All right. Inflation, whatever. It had been a dollar for like 40 years. Like, who cares? They had ignored inflation so far. Just keep ignoring it. Just give us cheaper junk. All right. Now, this says underneath warning this product is a toy and not a safety protective device. Same, same principle here. If you wear this to a construction site on your first day, you deserve it. I think they're just like, He should be good, he should be good, right? All right, all right, listen, they're my collection. These are my friends, I have to take them home with me. Okay, now, what is this? Toilet scrubber, what else does it resemble? Not a toothbrush, what kind of toothbrush do you use? (laughs) A loofah, right? It actually said not to be used as a personal hygiene device, like a loofah. Can you imagine, you're, like, you're, you're reaching out, you got soap in your eyes, you wanna wash your back, you reach out of the shower, there's nothing up high, You kinda reach down low, right next to the toilet. Yeah. You grab this bristly monstrosity, which has never been in the toilet because I brought it for this per- very purpose, in case you're like, ooh, he's just like, what? In the, seriously, it's never been in a toilet. Ah, all right, so it's never been there, I purchased it. Wait, that one was red. No, I'm just kidding. Can you imagine somebody just like the exfoliation that would take place using this bad boy on your back would be horrible. All right. You'd just be all scratched up and nasty. All right. Here we go. The batteries are no longer in here, but this is a Dollar General Store alkaline D batteries. On this, it said, keep away from children. If swallowed, see doctor. It's not really a warning warning, but it's like, what? If swallowed, see doctor. If swallowed, see the Guinness World Book of Records because your kid's a star, right? I mean, I don't think there's a small child that can swallow a D battery. I don't think that's a thing. Like it's way too big for their esophagus. Like it's just, I don't know. I might be wrong about that, but I just think that's an absurd warning. It should say, keep away from stupid adults with large throats. Because they might die. All right, here we go. All right, up, up up close. Tell us what this is. What is? No, no, no. You got to read it. They're gonna let you read it. What is that? Can I read it? Real loud. Cabinet and drawer latches. Cabinet and drawer latches. Why might you put latches like safety latches for kids on a cabinet or drawer? What are you trying to keep them away from? Right here. Huh? Yeah, from opening it. But what in there would you be trying to keep from them? Bleach, somebody said like harmful chemicals. What else? The batteries. The batteries. The D batteries. <laughs> That's good. That's good. All right. What else? Knives. knives. What? The toilet brush. Okay. So generally, in the kitchen, it's the, it's the harmful chemicals and it's the knives, like the stuff you want to keep away from kids, right? But here's what it says on here, and I, I think somebody's not going to believe me, so you look pretty responsible you right, you're gonna fact check me on this. Fact check me on this. If it doesn't say this, you can call me out on it. Warning, do not use this product to guard against toxic and dangerous substances, sharp-edged or pointed objects. Yeah, yeah the very reason you'd purchase it, it says, oh, we don't do that. Like, we can keep your kids away from Tupperware, pots and pans, but if you're trying to preserve their life with this, get a different product. Like, I mean, how do they stay in business with that nonsense? So I had to pick that up too. I was kind of in the child section way too long where people were looking at me like, you don't have a stroller or anything? What are you doing? I'm like, I'm just purchasing items to make fun of them. All right, so while I was there, and they're not in here anymore because we needed them when Ezra came around, um, these were plug protectors, the little white things that, um, that kill your fingernails. You know what I'm talking about? You stick them in the plug and everything. Um, but here's, here's how I know it was written in a foreign country and not translated well in the warning, has risk of electric shock, all this blah, 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 all right? You know, an unsupervised child may be able to defeat this product. <laughs> I'm like, what are they doing? Green army men, white plug protectors, attack! You know, like, the green army men killed all the white plug protectors. They defeated them at last. Scurvy knaves. Anyway, so, this bottle of children's all-day allergy medication, which is for the Dollar General store as well, for children, warns against, where is it? Where is it, where is it, where is it, where is it? Where is it? There's a warning. It's really tiny. It gets tinier every year. <laughs> My eyes, okay. It says, do not operate heavy machinery or drink alcohol while using this product. Their children. So I tell my child, no Ezra, no 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 no. You're on the allergy medication. The booze and the keys, please, until your cold is done. And then by all means, sir. Like a, it's kind of a weird thing. Alright, so this one right here is not really an aller, it's not really a warning label, but I had to buy it anyway. This is from the company Poof. Poof. Poof makes like Frisbees and different stuff, but they also make the sidewalk chalk. And this sidewalk chalk, like if you'll notice the the artwork on the sidewalk chalk, is not amazing. It's four different colors and what looks like a grape jelly smear across it. All right, so some of you can see it, some of you can't. It's nothing great, but this one warns you. Not like it's not a warning so that you won't sue them. It's a warning because they might sue you. So the bottom of this, I don't know if it's a grandfather who's grandkid designed it or whatever. It says, warning, the only warning they have, by the way, (laughs) warning, like don't eat the chalk. No, no, no. Forget that. Let the kids eat up. Warning, the artwork and design of this package are protected by United States copyright law and may not be reproduced, distributed, displayed, (laughs) published, or used for any purpose without prior written permission. You may not alter or remove any trademark or copyright notice from this package. I own it. I can throw it away if I want. Why, how can I not rip it apart and remove something? Display. What are they gonna do? Like, what Their lawyers are just waiting to hear if one day in 2023 at RVR, we took their little stupid looking artwork, <laughs> put it in a frame and displayed it. I mean, come on. Sue me. It's gonna be there for the duration of this message. You tell, poof. Oh, you don't have any phones. There's no evidence, right? Dalebert, I'm really scared now. Okay, now. Speaking of Delbert, <laughs> hey, hey, it's clearly a pop gun. All right, check it out, check it out. You got to listen. You got to listen because it sounds cool. On the packaging for this, also the Dollar General store, it says warning may be mistaken as an actual firearm. By law enforcement personnel and others, and I was thinking, Dale maybe, maybe, but really, if the kid's out by the mailbox and he's like waving at the police car and he's like, "Hey, look, Mister Officer, I've got one too," and then he gets tased, <laughs> so the window rolls down, like a, that'd be a great news story, the Wild West pop gun. All right, all right, let's see what else we have in here. This is a pink weight. It weighs two pounds. It is from Target. Neoprene hand weight. On it, and I understand this being on like a big, like a big weight set. It's on the two pound pink weight. Warning, consult your doctor before starting any exercise program. Exercise programs of any kind, any kind, present an inherent danger to the participant serious or fatal injury can occur. I was trying to figure out, I I spent about 30 minutes in the store trying to figure out how I could die from this. (laughs) Like what would it take? I could drop it on my foot, I could accidentally swallow the stupid thing or whatever, like I could put it in a potato gun and like, I mean there's not a lot of ways during a regular exercise routine that death could occur here but they want to make sure I don't sue them regardless. And so just to to err on the safe side of caution, I bought this probably eight years ago and have not done any exercise program since. (laughs) Serious or fatal injury could occur by the way, if I did that and that would be bad. All right, so a couple other things. Couple other things. You're like, is he gonna talk about Jesus? Maybe. Alright, so <laughs> safety goggles. Because with a letter opener, letters used to be not electronic, and they'd send them in the mail. And you would open them with these things, and they said that you could poke your eye out with it. Like I'm like, what maneuver are you doing that you need to wear protective eyewear when you open a letter? But you know how granny gets after a while. She's so like <laughs> <laughs> She shakes it off like that and all of a sudden, (laughs) granny has an eye patch. She's going all Nick Fury on you. So that's a kind of good warning there to let people know. All right. Almost all irons, but not the new one we purchased, it didn't have it. But this white Westinghouse one said, not to iron shirt or clothing, it said shirt actually, while wearing. And I'm a gentleman. I try to get dressed in the mornings. Shh. I try to get dressed in the mornings in, in our closet, our walk-in closet, because I don't want to wake my wife up. I have to get up earlier than her. Now this could lead to me potentially having a wrinkled shirt I don't know about, but I never in my wildest would be like, you know what? While the Pop-Tarts are getting pop up and the coffee's brewing, I'm just gonna go ahead and let this all happen at the same time where I'm just like, No, that would be a bad thing. And how do you even get the back? You're like, okay, <laughs> you know, that would be a bad idea. I don't know who did that, but somebody did it. Somebody somewhere, somebody somewhere did something stupid and it led to that. One of my personal favorites, world's best glass cleaner. This is one of those ones you might not believe. So I gotta have somebody verify. Hold on, hold on, right here, right here. You're gonna verify this for me. Where is it? I underlined the word that's funny, okay? Caution. We're not going to read all of this because there's a lot of cautions, but prolonged or repeated contact can result in defatting, <laughs> did you hear laugh, or drying of the skin. Does it say that? Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, that's like not a warning you want to put on there. You know how many people have probably tried to lose weight and get rid of those unsightly love handles and stuff with this? <laughs> I just dislodged my microphone. All right, but also several pounds have been shed, right? That sounds horrible. It actually breaks down your skin. It doesn't like, it does defat, but you need fat in your skin. So please don't try that at home. It's empty by the way, so you can't borrow any. I didn't want it to explode in my car or something. Then you've got, I've got three more, is that cool? Three more. These are inkjet cartridges with the warning on them not to eat this product. Not not to drink it, because it is liquid. But like, who's gonna eat it? Who's gonna be like, we're out, of, we're out of mixed berry. Well, we've got tricolor, so we're gonna just have a hearty spoonful. They're pretty sturdy anyway, why warn me? If I can't bust it and get ink all over the place, who's gonna do that, right? I'm pretty sure they're out, but there's always some sort of residue. Always some. Does it taste good? Not really. Oh, here's another one. A paring knife. What could they possibly do wrong with a paring knife? Kitchen tips. It's not even a warning. It's just giving you tips. These tips could lead to your harm. They're like, hey, here's some helpful tips for you. When taking knives on a trip or picnic, place them in a toothbrush holder. It's so you won't get cut on them, but can you imagine when you're camping and you don't have a light on or anything and you're just like, I'm gonna go brush my teeth. You feel the handle as you come out with it, add a little toothpaste and all of a sudden, let's put a smile on that face. (laughs) Horribleness, horribleness. Why tell somebody that I could have, if I had a little accident right now, I could sue this company for all they're worth, but who is true living? Is that even a company anymore? Who knows? Anyways, two more. Is anyone in here having a dental appointment in the next week? Are you really? Really? What are you getting done? What are you getting done to your teeth? Check up, but if you have a cavity, they're gonna have to drill. So I'm gonna save your parents a lot of money right now. You won't even have to go. Yeah, you're asking yourself, is this a real drill or a fake drill? Well, you tell me. I can't even get it back out. What is happening? All right. Oh yeah, I don't wanna harm myself during this. Where does it hurt? No, let's just see in this. Let's see the choppers. No. Ah, 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 okay. I I have a light. It's not like I'm going to miss. It's got a light. So, obviously, uh, I want to come back to River Valley Ranch, so I'm going to put that away. As well as this knife. I've got one more. Is it cool if I show one more to you? It's choking me to death. Oh, my bad, what was the warning? The warning, it wasn't on this particular one, it's one I had from, from the company Skill. It said, do not use as a dental drill on the thing, which I thought was hilarious. But that, that one doesn't work anymore, so this is Flex. Flex is way better. It's brushless, it's way better. Brushless, don't use as a toothbrush, I guess, I don't know. I've got one more, okay. The last warning label is actually found on you and on me. Now, guys, hold on, hold on, bring it down, bring it down a notch, bring it down. We've had a lot of participatory participation tonight, but this part, we're going to kind of slow it down a little bit. This warning label that exists on people is found in Scripture, found in the Bible. And it belongs to every person. So no, we didn't slap something on your back when you came in and you're looking for it. Like, what warning did they slap on me while they were giving me five? That's not it. It's actually found in the Bible and it applies to every human being. And I've been looking around like intently while I'm talking about you and I've confirmed indeed it's a room of human beings. All right. So it's found in Romans chapter five. It's very interesting. We're going to read a few verses here what this warning label is, but let me give you the actual warning label first, and then we'll build up to it. I'll give you the context around it. So it's found in Romans 5.12. In Romans 5.12, it says, therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, in this way, death came to all people because all sinned. So we're born into bondage. We're born into this slavery towards sin from the beginning, but we're not just guilty because of what Adam and Eve did. It says right there, the last line that we've got up there, death came to all people because all sinned. It's not like somebody can be like, I can't believe I'm going to stand before God and be guilty for something somebody else did. No, I've done stuff too. And so it builds up to this as it's talking about this, starting in verse six. And it tells us about how God loved us even though we were in this position where he shouldn't be too happy with us. And I've talked to a lot of people over the years who have been like, I don't get it. Like, what's so bad about me? What have I done that's so bad? I mean, there's there's like murderers and child molesters and terrorists out there. How is what I've done bad? And I've done a, I've done a uh, guys, focus. I've done a, an illustration with kids up to 500 at one time where we've taken a whiteboard and I've asked them, like, because they're like, you know, I don't know if I believe that every sin is worthy of death, like the Bible says. It just kind of doesn't make sense. And I've asked them to give me different crimes or sins they think somebody should die for, other than just murder and treason, which are already on the books in most states in America. And so people start giving me all these and they start yelling stuff out like child molesters or terrorists, things like that. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa." to go on my whiteboard, everybody has to agree on them. Everybody has to agree on them. And so we got in this long, it took over an hour, a long talk where somebody would make a defense for somebody being like, you know, I think it should be life in prison, but I don't know because what if they're innocent? What if this and then what if that? What if it happened to them before they did it to somebody else, blah, blah, blah. But every single time that I've done this, It's always been the same ones. It's been like rape and child molestation and terrorism and human trafficking and murder that make the list every time. And the other ones where somebody's like stealing, like everybody's like, no, because they don't wanna die. Because we've all taken stuff, right? Every single time. And then I asked them, what do all these things have in common that no other sin has in common with them? And they start saying they hurt people. I'm like, yeah, so does assault. If I punched you in the throat right now, it would be assault and it'd be bad, but it wouldn't have made the list. So a lot of sins and crimes didn't make the list, but these did, so what do they have in common? Finally, in the, the, the group of 500, there was a girl in the back who said, there, there are things that we haven't done in this room. I was like, bingo. The things that we haven't done in this room, we see as worse than the things we have done. Obviously, I used to hate stealing a lot more until I took something, right? Like we hate the things that we shouldn't do until we or somebody else we know does those things. And then all of a sudden our tolerance for that thing goes way up. So he erased the board and said, what things has, that are wrong has God never done? And it was everything. It was everything. And so he looks at our little sins that we would call little sins as bad as we look at those big sins where we can't imagine. Like I was having a conversation with some of you guys today and somebody said, do you think in heaven that there's going to be like some mass murderer there who gave their life to Jesus before they died? I said, yeah, probably. And see, we have a problem with that in a way because we don't want them there. We think they deserve something worse, but so do we from God's perspective. So do we. And so that's what's so amazing about this passage. Even though we have sin, he was willing to pay the price for us. Even though we had a warning label, he was willing to be like, I can remove that warning label from you. And so this becomes the most important warning label that we read. And it says in verse 6, you see, just at the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly, that's us. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And you might think, I would jump in front of a bullet for my friends, or even a stranger I might push out of the way of a subway car or something like that. I could see myself doing that, maybe because we don't want to feel guilty if we didn't, or whatever the reason is. But if it's your mortal enemy, it's the person who, like, horrible person that you can think of that's made your life horrible, you wouldn't be like, I'll die for them. That's what Jesus did. He said, it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how Little or big you think that is, to me, it's huge. And I'll still die for you. And while we were powerless, he did that. He demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by his blood. So if you know Christ, if you've given your life to Christ, justified literally means this, just if I'd never sinned. he he wipes the slate clean like we'd never done anything wrong in the first place. We've been justified by his blood. How much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For, and I said this yesterday, how we're like enemies of God before we know him. For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. Reconciled means to be brought back or made right. How much more having been reconciled shall we be saved through his life? It's not just that we were saved through his death, but him raising from the dead proves that he can give us eternal life. Not only this, sorry, not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received that reconciliation. Then he says this, therefore, remember I said yesterday, if there's a therefore, look at the stuff before it. Based on all that, that he would die for us while we're still sinners, that he would make it like we had never sinned before. Because of that, therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, and in this way, death came to all people because all sinned, and it goes on in the, in the rest of the passage to say that Jesus is that, like, second Adam. Adam did that the first time, and Jesus is this second chance that we have to say, you know what, here's another human being who lived a perfect life, never messed up, didn't eat from the tree, and gave his life for us. But he wasn't just human, he was God as well. That's what's so beautiful about it. He's human so he can die for us. He's God so his death is infinite and it can cover every single person. And my goal for you, and I know God's goal for you, is that you don't leave this camp with that warning label still applying to you. That it just doesn't apply anymore. You know what? There's not a warning label saying this person is headed for death. Now will our body wear out one day? Yeah, because we're still in a human body. But he brings us alive. The Bible calls it like being born again. It's Like the first time you were born, eh. the second time you were born, it's like I'm part of a different family now. I still got my family, but I'm part of this heavenly family. I've got this father that's there for me regardless. So I want you guys to kind of think about that over the next day um, in your small group times and stuff like that um, as you're talking about this, about whether or not that applies to you. I've had several conversations with you guys. We've had a lot of conversations about forgiveness and this and that. And I've asked you point blank, have you ever done that? Several of you said, no, I've never, I've never given my life to Christ. And so then I'm like, well, think about that. Consider that. That's what changes everything. That's what changed everything for me. Let me pray for you guys. God, I thank you so much for each person here. Lord, I thank you that Just because your your word tells us a warning about ourselves, you don't just leave it there. It's not a done deal. It's not a, this is your destiny, this is your fate. We have a chance, we have a shot. Through Jesus Christ, we can be made new. We can be counted as righteous, holy, and perfect, even though we mess up on a regular basis. All because of what you did in taking our sin and giving us your perfection. So we thank you for what you've done. I pray for each one here who's wrestling with that, maybe in their heart of whether or not to surrender to you or whether to keep trying this life thing on their own and um, being in charge of what's going on in their life. But I pray that they would come to the conclusion that it runs much easier in a relationship with our creator who designed us for specific purposes. So we thank you for that in Jesus' name.